constituting myself fascist. <laughs> Whatever. Good morning. It's 508 Trey Ware, KTSA. It is Moonday. Moonday, the 23rd of May. Thank you for joining us. Morning, Don. Morning, Chris. Morning, Elaine. There's a thousand and one things that we got to talk about today. Monkey pox, monkey pox, monkey. You need to be really afraid of the monkey pox because the monkey pox coming to get you. And by the way, there's an election coming up, so we're probably going to lock you up in your house so you can avoid monkeypox, which is something that two guys having sex get. But don't let that, yes, yeah, don't let that bother you, you know. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, be afraid of monkeypox. Are you afraid of monkeypox? I can't say it crosses my mind no? regularly, no. Mm-hmm. no. All right, well, it makes the ear hair grow faster, uh, the hair on the back of your arms really faster, knuckles start dragging around, and every other word is, ooh. And uh, so as soon as you get it, you probably know exactly that you have it. Uh, Overpowering urges to climb trees and eat right. bananas. That's right. right. And, and throw f- stuff at people. <laughs> well, you know, we, we do that we, now. That's our yeah, thing. Yeah. So Make a healthy living doing that. How does that change? Yeah. Doesn't change a bit, does Not it? At all. I got a red butt. That's why. Ooh, ah, ooh, 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 ah. Don't even want to know how that happens. Swing by my tail. <laughs> anyway. I'm not. Uh, I'm not the least bit concerned about monkeypox. Although in Belgium, you get a 21-day uh, stay-at-home order if you uh, if you catch it. It's primarily in. Uh, just so everybody knows, it's primarily in Africa. Uh, they had a few cases break out of Africa, which now we don't know what's going on. And the WHO guy, the guy's in charge of WHO, he's on first. Um, he's the one who is saying, uh, you know, you really need to watch this. Joe Biden is right now trying to give the WHO the power to shut down America if the WHO says, was that Pete Townsend? Yes, it was. <laughs> if the WHO says that there is a, uh, a pandemic, that the, the Pete Townsend and Roger Daltrey can shut down the country. And so, uh, they, but anyway, it's not, it, there's, if you just do a little reading, they, we, we have, uh, you know, the stuff for it to take it get rid of it you know runs a course and primarily it is a homosexual between men uh past disease now that doesn't mean people that are not having sex with men men having sex with men can't get it but primarily that's how it was passed and it took me right back to 1981 how about you it's not not something new no it's been around for a while been a long time been around for a very long time but you know it's now it's the it's the latest freak out yeah pull your hair out get crazy well i mean if you had hair that you could pull your hair out but you know, get crazy, get worried, get, be worried, be worried. Everybody, be scared. Don't mind if I do. Okay. Uh, everything else, good weekend. Yeah, very okay. good. How about you? I had a, I had a good weekend. I worked, man. I'm yeah. I I shoo, wow. Uh, we're we're having a little bit of a remodeling project at the warehouse, so we're having to clear the bottom floor. Yeah, this is you're taking carpets up and yes, right. yes, yes, yes. And uh, so I've been hauling stuff either to the garage, to the storeroom, or upstairs. And I must have made 500 trips up and down the stairs this weekend. Really good for my butt and legs. Best yeah. workout I've had in a long right. time for butt. And I'm carrying heavy stuff every time I'm doing it. Sure. So, But your glutes look fabulous. They do, as yeah. a matter of fact. I was noticing that in the jeans this morning when I put them on. I turned around. We all noticed, right, Elaine? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Elaine, <laughs> <laughs> don't expect her to give me any props. <laughs> I love her so much. Uh, over her shoulder, I'm just staring at her now with thumbs up and a big smile. She's like, I knew she was going to walk in and see that gigantic picture they put up of the three of us. Yeah. Right there is Sean, Trey, and Jack. 
and we're giving a, a thumbs up. <laughs> she's gonna, she says she's bringing in spray paint to spray right. out it tomorrow. We're going to bring in a Sharpie and put mark, uh, put mustaches on all of you guys. Well, I, but Sean and I already have them. Well, you know, give, we'll give Ricardi a black eye. But get, give know. Ricardi one of those little pencil-thin curly mustaches. Like, what's his name? Dash Rip Rock? Uh, Snidely Whiplash? Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. Um, uh, th- we were jacking around back in the uh, lounge one day. This was years ago because look how small Rima is, right? I think <laughs> he's about eight, eight years old in that picture. Right, yeah, and he was, he was standing on a, on a chair. The, the he was thing. standing on a chair. That's exactly right. And he comes up to my shoulder standing on a chair. But was, that's well, true now. It wasn't a big chair. Yeah, right. And uh, And so we're standing there next to the water thing. And somebody said, let's take your picture. And Was I that said, you, Elaine, that took that picture? Oh, she you took it? it? Yeah. And I said, okay, let's be goofy and do a thumbs-up thing with a stupid smile. And that's what we did. And that's how it ended up like that. Let's do goofy, stupid smile. And there's our goofy, stupid smile with thumbs right. up. Oh, you, you look like you're getting goosed. <laughs> I'm sure I am. <laughs> Where's Ricardi's yeah, other hand? <laughs> I, it's Ricardi and yeah, Rima. Yeah. Rima and Ricardi both. The, each yeah. of them have a cheek in their hand. Right. It's called getting geesed. Yeah. <laughs> really. They're holding on tight. I'm going to take a picture. I'll put it up on social media so everybody okay. can see it. Yeah. So anyway, it's a large, that's a huge photograph. It's gigantic. It's just, uh, you know, it covers the wall in there. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Elaine walked in. Oh, my God. Now what? <laughs> Got a look up in front of me. I turn around, and there he is again. I can't. You're not going to be able to get away from me. They don't pay me enough for this nonsense. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) You know, back in the day, the old radio stations always had pictures of the personalities up all over the radio stations. Right. And uh, I'll never forget, I had one here, and uh, we we had several, you know, in the hallways and stuff like that. And we're always wearing suits, you know, and got that really... I don't know, like the glamour shots, you know, hand, uh, chin resting on hand over the shoulder kind of look thing, you know, mm-hmm. always totally posed as if this wasn't. Right. And um, and so we just found some toilet seats and decided to put toilet seats over some. <laughs> so the bosses came in one day and there were toilet seats on top of the, the big nice <laughs> pictures that they had put up. Do you still have your first uh, your first promo shot, your first promo shot from your radio? I cri- probably do. Yeah. I got a date. I don't for have it. my first one. I got one from a few years in, but yeah. I don't have the first one. I cuz you started doing this when you were real, really young. 10. So your first promo shot must have been really awkward. Yeah. You know, you still had like, you know, one baby tooth was still... <laughs> That's right. The other tooth was missing. You know, that homemade haircut. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think pro- it's probably true. Something like that. I, I did. I, I, I probably have that somewhere. I'm, I'm digging up so much stuff right now because we're moving all this stuff around. Right. And so I'm finding stuff that I didn't need... I, I'd forgotten totally about, right? Yeah. And I found a picture yesterday that I put up on my Facebook page, that an art class in kindergarten. And we made this little uh, thing to put pictures in, a frame, and t- put our kindergarten picture in the middle of it and took that home to mom. And I found that. I don't. I have no idea where that was. And I took a picture of that and put that on my Facebook page yesterday. So, Excellent. I guess I'll take a picture of that one and put it up. <sighs> Got to have that up there so everybody can see what we're talking about. Nobody knows what, what we're talking about right now. Yeah. So <laughs> but, you know. Underneath that picture, you should have Elaine's face <laughs> looking like God Almighty. How, how about just her eyebrow from her eyebrows up, <laughs> just her her nose, yeah. eyes, and forehead, and her hand on her forehead like yeah. it often is uh, with her eyes rolling. Oh, hey, hey, you guys! Yeah, because those are the three guys that give her the biggest pain in the butt on planet Earth. They're right, right there. Yeah. 
Uh, I heard Zach Brown was great last night. Awesome at the uh, New Life uh, Amphitheater out there. Heard it was great. Did, I obviously didn't get to go. Well, you have to be here. So. The visitors coming in, but I uh, heard it was out, outstanding. So excellent. Good on them for putting that show back together. Uh, Russian hoax. All made up and proved by Hillary herself, we found out on Friday. That's no shock to you because you listen to this show. But we found out for sure that they got the FBI to go along and launch probe into Donald Trump and spy on Donald Trump. You also knew that. This is just making it official now during the trial of Mr. Sussman. Her attorney is on trial for lying about not working for her. No, I'm not working for Hillary. Here's some really interesting details about Donald Trump and Russia. But no, I'm not working for Hillary. No, yeah, he was working for Hillary. In fact, not just the Hillary campaign. He was working for Hillary because behind the scenes, the devil woman is pulling the strings. We now know no connections whatsoever ever made between Trump and Russia. Anywhere, anywhere, anyhow, no connections at all. The Hillary campaign manager said under oath on Friday it was all her. She okayed it. She directed it. She ran the show. But, again, you knew that because you listened to this show. His name is Robbie Mook. And while he was under oath on Friday, he said, no, it was Hillary. And then he tried to walk it back. He tried to walk it back. Why? Because he knows. Brake lines get cut. Stuff happens, you know, weird crap. Is he still alive today? Anybody checked on him? Oh, to check on Mr. Mook, see how he is. And guess what you didn't get this weekend from this story? Zero. Zilcho. No big media coverage it was not on abc this week yesterday it was not on the front page of the new york times it was not on the front page of the washington post it was not on cnn they didn't cover it at all her campaign manager under oath on friday said hillary ran this entire russian hoax story all by herself trying to destabilize the presidency did destabilize the presidency trying to overthrow the uh, results of an election in 2016 and that she did it and he said so under oath it was her and nobody but nobody in the media talked about it over the weekend but we've done it in our first segment coming right back Trey Ware KTSA your AccuWeather forecast you got a chance of rain and it might be pretty heavy today mostly cloudy with a high of 83 a couple of heavy Gusty thunderstorms around very late this afternoon and early tonight, and it could mean gusty winds and even some hail. Thunderstorms can be severe, and flooding downpours can be a part of this as well. And then tomorrow, cloudy, humid, a couple of showers and a thunderstorm throughout the day, off and on with a high about 85. Tomorrow night, late into early Wednesday morning, I'm talking about 1 to 3 a.m. Wednesday morning, we could see heavier downpours and gusty winds and even more hail. And then Wednesday, cloudy, some rain, a thunderstorm in the morning, mostly cloudy in the afternoon, 78. And then sunshine and heat kicks in Thursday through Memorial Weekend. Shortage, predicting they'd restart the facility in June, but wouldn't have any product to offer families until July. Well, and you've got a you got a president right now that's patting himself on the back for bringing in baby formula from outside the United States. 
essentially what Joe Biden has done has turned the United States into a third world country where other countries are having to come to our aid now. It has always been that we go to other countries' aid, but now under Joe Biden, we're having to depend on other countries to feed our kids. Think about that for just a minute. He's the one that kept the Abbott lab shut down or the Abbott processing plant shut down when it could have been open. And Joe Biden and his FDA shut it down and kept it shut down. Now, he's going to keep oil and gas shut down for the next five years. I'm going to tell you more about that. But now he's he's all about taking the, the credit for, for the in-flight of this baby formula after he created the problem. Sorry, Joe. You scuzz, man. You don't get to do that. You don't get to cause the problem and turn around and take credit for our military snatching your butt out of a crack. Joe tweeted this, or somebody from Joe's account. Joe didn't tweet snot. Folks, I'm excited to tell you that the first flight from Operation Fly Formula is loaded up with more than 70,000 pounds of infant formula and about to land in Indiana. Our team is working around the clock to get safe formula to everyone who needs it. Over 10,000 children are born daily in the U.S. That's right, 10,000. 20% of them will use formula within the next days of life. So this supply won't last more than just a couple of days. But that's not the point, how long it lasts. The point is just the mere fact, folks, that we're having to depend on foreign countries to feed our kids now. It's not the American way. It is under Joe Biden. It is called the destruction, the collapse of the United States under Joe Biden. Done on purpose. It's called sabotage. The man and his administration are sabotaging the United States. Unbelievable. They created the mess, and now he's taking a bow. Countries are bailing us out for his stupid policy decisions. And here we sit with the White House press secretary. You know... The black lesbian, and that's all they can talk about? She's a black lesbian. She's a black lesbian. I'm a black lesbian. I'm a lesbian who's black. I'm a black lesbian. That's all that matters. She can't do the job. Here's what she said about the crisis. Look, you know, oh, and this is going to be a direct quote. Look, you know, the, you know, president, you know, you've heard us say this. The president understands the struggle of moms and dads and parents and caregivers givers making sure that you know that um making sure that we uh, get um um a child has you know a healthy you know a, a healthy a healthy way of eating a healthy formula is um and safe and 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 a safe formula is um well it's our number one priority which is why we're uh you uh you know which is why we have been very very acutely aware of of uh of the process that we've initiated with the flyover and also the DPA. I don't have a timeline for you yet. We uh, want to, expect, uh, you know, um, make sure it goes very quickly because it's so critical. And we know that what uh, families are going through, I, uh, but I don't have an exact timeline. Uh, clear, uh, clear, clearly, we want this to happen as fast as possible, as quickly as possible. End quote. That's Karen Jean-Fiat. No wonder they're bringing John Kirby down there to help her out. She is absolutely horrible. But she checks the boxes. She's a black woman who's a lesbian. 
Judge orders Joe Biden to keep Title 42, but the migrants have tired of waiting on Title 42's end, and now they are surging across the border. Said, we're not going to wait. We're coming anyway. They're tired of waiting. Rio Grande, Eagle Pass, Texas area of operations over the weekend, as many as 3,600 so far across this weekend. Border Patrol officials calling on all available agents in Eagle Pass on Sunday as increasing numbers of migrants cross the border illegally from Mexico into Texas. It's a bum rush. We can't do anything to stop it. Nothing. Half a million migrants illegally crossed the border in 10 weeks. Between April 1 and May 15th, approximately 513,000 migrants, illegal migrants, crossed the southwest border with Mexico. Agents apprehended about 47,000 in seven days. And until recently, the Rio Grande Valley and Del Rio sectors led the nation, but now it's the El Paso sector. The record level of apprehensions of 201,000. Uh, migrants in April mark a dramatic turnaround from the record low April 2020 when uh, when Donald Trump was your president, only 16,000 tied to come across. So we're now having millions and millions every month that are coming across our border. A good guy with a gun ends it for a bad guy with a gun. We'll tell you more about that after the bottom of the hour news. And did you hear this case at the Mavericks game? This 15-year-old girl who went missing and ended up in a human trafficking situation. Look, I, I just believe, and they arrested eight people over the weekend. If you're involved in human trafficking like this, that's a hangable offense as far as I'm concerned, public hanging. But, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit rough when it comes to stuff like that. We're talking about 15-year-old girls. Uh, I'll tell you this sordid tale and what happened, and the girl is now safe. I got the details coming. Well, the judge said you cannot cancel Title 42. The Biden administration says, well, we can. He, uh, you know, he gets his cake and can eat it, too. We're going to see exactly how they're going to play this thing out over time. But there are literally millions and millions streaming across our border, just coming and coming and coming and coming. This weekend, several thousand more came across the border. Some had interactions with our guys who they basically process them and turn them loose here in the country. They're, they're not really sending anybody back. A, f- a few will go back on, on Title 42. But for the most part, come on in, baby. Doors wide open. We don't have a border anymore. And Joe Biden did that. 538 Trey Warekey. TSA. Mom, listen to this. A 15-year-old girl went missing in the middle of the Dallas Mavericks baseball game or basketball game on April 8th. Found 11 days later, Oklahoma City Hotel. After nude photos of the girl were discovered online, advertisement for sex. Eight suspects in a sex trafficking scheme were arrested over the weekend. The girl went to use the bathroom while attending the Mavericks game with her dad, and she never came back. After the girl left to use the bathroom, American Airlines sent her where the Mavericks play. Her father immediately notified the staff and security there at the arena and Dallas police officers of her disappearance. And by the time that the game ended, she had not been found. Her father was instructed to go home. The police told him, go home. The Dallas Police Department never opened an investigation into the case, despite multiple pleas from the victim's parents. They were calling up to the police department, please, our 15-year-old daughter went went missing. Well, sir, we got a little deal in the law here. The dealio in the law, which is Family Code 51.03B.3, says that we have to investigate them as runaways 
unless we find some evidence that they have been kidnapped, they will be investigated as a runaway. Folks, that's bass-ackwards, all right? That's bass-ackwards. If a kiddo goes missing, sure, we got a lot of runaways, and, 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 and a lot of times they'll return home uh, on their own accord a couple of days later. They're mad at mom and dad. They're mad at something that happened in the family, whatever, and they run. And they'll come home a few days later. But if a daddy goes to the police department, and the police department says, well, well we're not going to open up an investigation because there's no evidence that she was taken. It's got. We have to change that. That code has got to change. We need to turn that around, and it is to be investigated as a human, human smuggling, human trafficking case unless you uncover evidence that she's a runaway. Do it completely the opposite of the way they do it right now. Investigate all these cases as human trafficking. Why do I say that? Because particularly in Texas and right here in San Antonio, human trafficking is out of control. You had eight people who worked on this case. I'm talking about eight people were the traffickers. Eight. A couple of guys at the game got her, took her away from the game, and they took her somewhere she ended up in a hotel 200 miles away in Oklahoma City. And the only way they found her was dad was persistent. Dad kept calling and the police kept telling him, no, we're not going to open up a case. We're not going to investigate this. So dad found this other organization that focuses in on this. And he was contacting this organization on his own, the Texas Counter Trafficking Initiative. They tracked her down. They found nude photos of her online on a sex trafficking site. Boom, there she is. They use facial recognition software. Boom, there she is. She's nude on the site here. Found her the same day that Dad was able to reach out to them. They found her within hours. But she had been missing for over 10 days because the police didn't act on it saying that we're citing this this uh, code change the freaking code and i think that in every case like this the police ought to work with this organization texas counter trafficking initiative work with this organization build this organization up get this organization more information and more resources and more equipment because within hours they found this little girl and they busted in Oklahoma City, the cops did, eight people. There were eight people. It's not like one guy grabbed her and ran and was holding her, although that does happen. No. When you hear me talk about human smuggling rings and how big it is here in San Antonio and throughout the state, folks, this is a gigantic business. It's a multi-billion dollar business. And they grab these girls in places like this. They grab them in, 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 in restaurants. And off they go. And, and, and there's multiple people involved in it. It's multi-layered. It's, they, they have a photographer, like in this case, they had the guys that took her from the, from the arena. And then they had a photographer chick that took her nude photos. And then they had another guy that put it up on a website. Then they had another guy that this and that. It's, it's a corporate. These people are running a corporation called Human Smuggling. And this little 15-year-old girl, there's no telling, no telling, although our imagination can probably guess what she went through over that 10 or 11 days until this organization was able to find her. So, no, 
I'm just saying that police from the get-go, when they get a report, I don't care what the code says. Like I said, change the code. You know, some, some lawmaker somewhere here in the state of Texas, if that's the code, the lawmakers need to change that code. It needs to be changed immediately. Where the police get aggressive from day one. And look, here's, here's why I say that. If they get aggressive and the girl was a runaway and you find a runaway, well, fine. Good, good enough. You know, she was a runaway, but we found her. But if you're, if you're aggressive and you find that she was captured like this in human smuggling, you may be able to get her a whole lot sooner than 10 or 11 days and save her a lot of pain and heartache. Now, as far as these people involved in this, if they're found guilty, and I'm sure they will be, but if they're found guilty, to me, this is just Trey Ware talking, this is not anything else, but to me, that you should swing at the end of a rope. I'm not kidding about that. You have killed these guys, these and, and there's girls. You know what? Here's what's interesting. In this case, there's more women involved in the human trafficking than the men. There's more women involved. There were like five women and three men. Believe that? There's more women who did this than men. And that's probably the case across the board because they earn the trust like Ghislaine Maxwell. They earn the trust of the girl, right? Everything's going to be fine, baby. Take your clothes off. Everything's going to be fine. If you just take your clothes off, everything's going to be fine. These people need to swing at the end of a rope. Now, well, that won't deter them. They won't deter it. It's not going to stop it by, by having them swing. Yeah, yeah, it'll stop them from ever doing it again. Making them an example. But it'll stop them from ever doing it. They'll never do it again. They'll, they'll never violate a 15-year-old girl ever again because they've, uh, they've killed a major part of her. She's, I mean, she's alive, but she's going to be in a shell of a body walking around for, for many, many years. You know? And the best thing we can do is pray for her. But we need to crack down on these people. It's a huge, huge, massive problem. And because San Antonio has highways that run east and west and north and south, it's right here in a big, big, big way. This was up in Dallas for the exact same reason. All right. Let's, let's get this stopped. Let's crack it down hard. And police, you know, uh, lawmakers, I just want to prevail on you lawmakers. Change that dang code. That is just stupid. Well, it's just a runaway until we see evidence. No, turn that around. And so we find a runaway. Good deal. We found a runaway. You don't have the evidence that they were captured, but sometimes there's not any evidence that they were captured. I have a friend that tells a story. Listen to this. Tells a story of going to a movie with their family, and their daughter was a toddler. She was, I don't know, five, six. Uh, that's not a toddler. Five, six years old, something like that. Somewhere in that neighborhood. They go to the bathroom. She goes to the bathroom. Now, somebody went with her but didn't go in the stall, was there standing right outside the door. Guess what? She never comes out. What had happened was this woman had put her up on top of the toilet and was cutting her hair. I was going to walk out, cut all her long hair off, short-haired girl, going to walk out the door of the theater. That's the kind of thing that these people do. They are low-life. And they deserve swing at the end of a rope. 
All right, quick break. I-50 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. President Biden directed the Department of Defense to go overseas and use a military aircraft to go and grab some of these formulas that were scheduled to come to the U.S. anyway, but they were to take in three weeks. And so they were able to get that process cut down to oh about 72 God. hours thank and you. bring that shipment here to the U.S. Wow. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. He just saved a bunch of babies' lives, even though he created the problem in the first place. He just saved a bunch of babies' lives by bringing the, bringing the shipment in. Isn't that something? We're now a third-world country where other countries have to come to. I don't know. Next earthquake we have, other countries will have to come over and give us aid. This is just, you know, he's the screwiest thing. He's the sorriest excuse for a president that this country has ever had. He really is. He's a piece of junk. I mean, totally worthless as president of the United States. And, and, and now we find out from Deb Holland, who is the interior secretary, and, and she was grilled, by the way, by Joe Manchin, a Democrat, about their five-year plan on oil and gas leases. Guess what, folks? They don't have one. That came out on Friday afternoon late. They do not have a plan to drill oil and gas for the next five years. Can you imagine five years without drilling oil and gas? They don't have a plan. And uh, Joe Manchin brought that up in a hearing in front of the city uh, Senate committee the other day. And she said, well, you know, we're just trying to put one together. And, uh, and, and the way it works, it takes 130 days uh, to get one together and out because you have to put it out for public uh, review and all that kind of stuff. The other one expires right now. And they don't have one to replace it. So she said, we don't have a five-year plan for oil and gas leases. We don't have one. So when I was telling you last week about those pumps that are now being reprogrammed for $10 a gallon gasoline, get ready, baby, get ready. That's exactly where they're taking us, and they're taking us there on purpose. They want this to hurt. It is called sabotage of the American economy. That's exactly what it's called. And uh, now farmers are starting to stand up. This uh, guy by the name of Ben Reich, the owner of Blue Diamond Farming Company in Iowa, says inflation seen in the supermarket is nowhere near as bad as it's going to get. Food price increases are just starting, he says. Your grocery bill, get this, is going to increase on average $1,000 a month. That's the head, the owner of Blue Diamond Farming. Whatever you're paying now, per month for chow, add a grand on top of it. Diesel prices is up. Fertilizer prices is up three times. And now it's going to be affecting you. And Voldemar Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, said over the weekend, there's going to be a crisis in the world. It'll be the second crisis after the energy crisis. He says the global food crisis is about 10 weeks away. He said if Ukraine does not regain control of the contested southern ports, the world is going to face a difficult situation because Ukraine produces a substantial amount of the global food supply, including 25 to 30% of the grain supply and about 10% of the world's corn. And Sarah Manker, who is the CEO of Grow Intelligence, says the world only has 10 weeks' worth of wheat left to deal with the crisis. She says this is seismic. Get ready for a really big deal. In Los Angeles, good guy with a gun ends it for a bad guy with a gun. 
The man and his wife were asleep in the house, and they heard footsteps. Burglars, armed burglars, about 4 a.m. The male homeowner confronted that armed burglar. Shootout between the two of them unfolded. Suspect shot in the upper torso and was killed right there in the house. The other guy ran. Yeah, you see your copadre get shot. You're probably going to run, run, run. The handgun for the bad guy was recovered at the scene. No charges against the homeowner. Why? Because he was just asleep in his own dang house next to his wife. And these two guys come in with pistols wanting to do something. Good guy with a gun. Joe Biden wants to take those guns away from people like him. We're never going to let him, are we? Back with more news coming up, KTSA. Ranches now, most most every day now, they're finding dead bodies. Well, Senator, that would be fine. But uh, as far as Joe is concerned, the border is doing exactly what he wants it to do. So there's no reason for him to go down to the border. As far as he's concerned, there's no, no problemo. No problemo. At the border. It's 6.09. Good morning, Trey Ware, KTSA. This is the morning news. Don, Chris, Elaine, and this beautiful picture of the Tres Amigos hanging on the wall, covering most of the wall. And we talked about it now. And I put a picture up on my social media, which includes my IG account, my Facebook account. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can go to both of them and see the stuff. You don't have to be friends or anything because I've opened it up to the whole wide world. And I'm in the middle, and we all have goofy look because um, we were here for, I think it was a Three Amigos show. We used to do those in the Alamo Lounge before COVID. Mm-hmm. And we were here for a Three Amigos show. And uh, and we said, we were back in the kitchen. We said, let's just do something really stupid. So let's give the thumbs up and look stupid. And uh, we have a stupid look on all of our faces, and Elaine is um, taking the picture. And um, You Sean, can't see Elaine, though. No, 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 no. She's behind the camera. Right. She prefers it that way. And over here on the left is Sean. He's like four foot tall. And uh, and then I'm in the middle, and I got this stupid look on my face. And Jack's to the right. He's got a stupid look on his face. And we mentioned, I think you said, didn't you, that he Jack needs like one of those pencil-thin mustaches on his that face? That was you. Oh, I, I said I wanted that? to give him a black eye. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I wanted to give him a Dashley Riprock or whatever. Snidely Whiplash. Snidely Whiplash. Okay. Right. Yeah. I thought a shiner would be cool. It might be. Make him look tough. Yeah. Well, Jack's a pretty tough cat anyway. Yeah, you know, you get this dapper-looking fellow with a black eye, you're not going to mess with him. Well, that's true. That's true. He's the only one with a coat on. Did you notice? I did. Uh, (laughs) Sean and I don't own coats or ties. Only one with pants as well. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Sean and I are totally pantless sitting there. No underwear either. Just another day Uh, hanging out with the boys. Hanging out with the boys. We're just hanging out there in the the kitchen. (laughs) This stupid stupid looks on our faces anyway i posted it so people can make fun of it uh, feel free to what they did was they enlarged it to a size of the wall and it's in the it's facing the studio here <laughs> it's a giant photograph it's right? huge yeah. it's so big huge uh yes it's huge um listen you and i travel ih 35 frequently every day uh-huh. whether you like it or not that's right i there don't it is and i don't yeah since you asked but uh, they're doing this $1.5 billion project, so it's going to get worse before it gets better. They're calling it the uh, I-35 NEXT Central Project. NEXT stands for Northeast Extant Expansion. Right. Basically, from here to 3009, which is up in shirts, mm-hmm. they're going to double-deck it. Right. 
And they've already been working on it. And what they're doing is they're right now they're doing the geo uh, positioning there on the sides for the big beams they have to put in the ground that is going to hold the double deck. So there's going to be expanded lanes. They're going to have HOV lanes, which I've I've never understood because they they run empty all the time. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't. The right. HOV lanes don't make any sense. It's just a, it, I don't know, it's a stupid thing. They just if they're going to build lanes, use them. <laughs> Open right. them up. Yeah, everybody. Open them up. Everybody go. See what happens. Yeah. Right now, there's 200,000 cars that pass through here every day. 200,000 right there. I bet it's more. I bet that's all. That's oh, all. there are days, I'm sure, it's well yeah. past quarter of a million. Yeah. So, uh, and it's nuts, man. It is an absolute, you, you just want to commit Harry Carey every time you try to drive through here because it's just nuts. Nuts. So, at least they're going to start doing something about it now. They're talking about it being done sometime around 27 or so. So, you know, we'll see. But Five uh, years. Five-year plan. The, that's the plan. That's the plan. Of course, well, you, you got know, weather it, and all that but, kind of but stuff. Here we, but here is the difference. When they first announced that they were going to do this, I don't remember how many years ago it was, they did not give any indication that it was ever going to be completed. <laughs> but now, <laughs> Pretty much. But now, we're going to do this. Yeah. We'll get done when we get Cause, done. Because we got the press release, and I believe <laughs> I brought it into Jack, and I said, but notice there's no end date on here. <laughs> and, uh, but now they at least you know give you the possibly in five years it should be all wrapped up. And while I appreciate the the fact that it it should alleviate some traffic hassle, yeah, and and even more so, I appreciate the engineering work that's being involved that's involved here because yeah. it is quite impressive. Sure, it is. Uh, I'm not looking forward to driving that every day for five years. No, it's going to be a mess for yeah. five years. And I may rent one of these, you know, sketchy apartments down the street. Take, Seriously, take my chances. Well, I br- might be safer over there. Bring in a cot and sleep in a hallway here. I could. You know, you know it's happened. We'll ask the boss. Make sure it's all right. Just crap out right over there. Good sure. night. Yeah. See ya. You know, the broom closet or something, something like that. that. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, I grew up here. I was. I grew up a mile from the radio station. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened was, and I remember talking about this in the 90s when they did NAFTA, and they said, oh, we're going to have all these trucks come out of Mexico. And I said, you don't have the highway for that. <laughs> don't. Look, it's kind of like the electric car business, right? Right. I'm not opposed to electric cars, but you don't have the infrastructure for it. We can't even keep the lights and the AC turned on. Remember? Right. You know, it gets hot, yeah. and they go, hey, man, you need to sit in a hot house and don't wash your clothes. Well, those two things don't mix. If you have to sit in a hot house, you really should ought to wash your clothes. You know what I'm saying? At some point. Right. But they don't want you doing that right now because it may turn the lights off because they don't have enough electricity. But we're, now we're going to put a – we're getting you out of your car and putting you into electric vehicles. It just doesn't they, – yeah. they're doing everything ass backwards. They're just doing everything ass backwards. So yeah, – Here – I'm just going to – No, sorry. I'm going to admit to this right now. Go ahead. But Saturday when it was unbearably hot here, Saturday, um, and, you know, you weren't supposed to use – yeah, I charged my Tesla. Good for you. <laughs> no, good for you. I did it. Use it. Charge it right there. No. So you're the one that caused the blackout on the south side. Fault. He caused the blackout on the south side. You folks down there are having lunch, and the lights <laughs> went out. That was Don's fault. It was my fault. Every time yeah. he plugs that thing in, his neighborhood goes. <sighs> it's kind of like that scene in Christmas Vacation right. where Clark Griswold fires up the Christmas lights for the first time right. and the entire exactly. city goes dark. Brrr. Yeah, that's my fault. That's I'm doing that. So in, in the 90s when they did it, I said, you don't have the highways for all the Mexican trucks. And by the way, the Mexican trucks were not inspected like American trucks, you know. Right. They had old tires and stuff, yeah. no, no brakes on them and stuff. I think I'll get it stopped. You know, I said, I don't know that. So anyway. I bet you if you, if you during the course of a eight, let's say, 18 months, uh-huh. if you stop and pick up a, a 
part that has fallen off a truck from one of those Mexican on 35. Trucks. It's true. For you know, every time you drive 35 for the next year and a half, at the end of that year and a half, you could build your own truck. Yeah, I could. As a matter of fact, I have. <laughs> I got it one piece yeah, of like time. Johnny Cash. <laughs> so anyway, this is going to be good. I'm I'm happy, but it's just going to be a real pain in the boot mm-hmm. for uh, five years or thereabouts. Yeah. Now, hopefully, they are going to get it. They're going to do a big flyway at um, 1604. You'll fly right over the porn house at uh, at uh, uh, 410 right. you go right over the porn house right well, you over you know if that Cowboys. place if that place has a decent marketing team in place they will find a way to use capitalize that capitalize on that yeah is it still there i have I, which one are you talking about right here at loop 410 i don't i don't even well, is that Santa, they got a Santa big Tony, sign like mega gentlemen's, is yeah the well they got a bunch club? of gentlemen's clubs yeah. yeah they got those too right big but the daddies one, and, that's the one right here the yeah, Santa right here gentlemen's club. oh this this side of town turned a few years ago turned into porn capital of the world right here you know i don't know why but a bunch of those places popped up and, and it started right here <laughs> and then uh at 1604 up, up by the form, they really need to fly over, and they're going to get yeah. one up there too. One of those big ones, like a two eighty one. Yeah, they've needed that since eighteen sixty one, when the when wagons were going That's across. That's true. Here. So, all right, good news, and so, so uh, best of luck. And if you're out there driving around, you're going to start to see. Particularly, they're going to start working at night for now, so yeah. a lot of stuff's going to be done tonight. So about this time of morning, we'll be talking about they're picking up the traffic cones now, and, you know, like we always do. Right. Anyway, the Bush Swamp is at it again. They're going after A.G. Paxton. Uh, He has the story in the news. Don does. Uh, The stuff that Bush has been saying about the current attorney general. Tomorrow is the vote. Tomorrow is the vote. I'm not going to tell you how to vote. You're a mature adult. You can figure all that out on your own. I'm just going to ask you one question before you go vote in the A.G. race tomorrow or any of those. But this one in particular. Do you think... That a boy named Bush is going to go after Washington, D.C. the way Ken Paxton has. I know Bush is tossing all his stuff out there about Paxton is under indictment and Paxton trying to hide his felonious behavior and Paxton this and Paxton that. None of it's been proven. But whichever way you decide, you may be a Bushite. I'm not. I'm done with the Bushes. Totally done with the Bushes. I was a fan by default because the the other side was just absolutely horrible. And I, I shouldn't have been a fan from the beginning. I should have known that they were the globalists that they are. Put America last and the world first. That's the Bushes. And now you got a guy in uh, George P. You know, you'd think they'd be a little more creative and come up with some new names. But anyway, George P. <laughs> they just changed the middle initial. George H.W., George W., George P., George Z., George D., George Double D. Anyway, uh, he's not going to go after It's just my question to you. Do you think that a Bush, the insider swamp, represents the insider swamp of Washington, D.C.? Do you think they're going to – he would go after D.C. the way Paxton has, filed all the lawsuits that Paxton has, won the cases that Paxton has won for the state of Texas? You can answer that question for yourself. I know I have, and my answer is no. Bush is not going to go after Washington, D.C., and Joe Biden, and this administration, and them clamping down on Texas the way Ken Paxton has. But you can answer that question for yourself. Right now, I want to tell you about Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and A.C., and Joel and my whole family and team over at Quarter Moon to take care of all of your plumbing, heat, and A.C. needs. Look, this time of year, the last thing you want to have happen to the A.C. go out on you. 
But if it does, I want you to know Quarter Moon will be right out to you in a hurry to get that AC back up, get that AC running, get you back online and cool again in your own home. There's no reason for you to be burning up in your home. Now, one of the things that they can do for you right now is preventative maintenance. So they can come out and look at your unit, clean it out, drain the, you know, clean the drain lines, everything like that. Go through all the electronics, make sure all that's good. Check the capacitors, everything that needs to be done to make sure you're not going to have a problem this summer. But if you ever do, you can call them anytime at quarter moon of the day, night, weekends, whatever's going on, and they're going to get out to you right away with service trucks that are fully stocked, trained professionals on staff, no commission sales reps. They're a full-service plumbing company as well at Quarter Moon to take care of all of your home's needs. That's Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC, 210-651-5899. Here's the AccuWeather forecast. Mostly cloudy today with a high about 83. A couple of heavy and gusty thunderstorms around very late this afternoon and early tonight. Thunderstorms can be severe with hail, damaging winds, and even flooding downpours. And then tomorrow, cloudy, humid with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm, high of 85. And Wednesday... We're looking at cloudy and some rain, a thunderstorm in the morning, mostly cloudy in the afternoon, and a high 78. Right now, so we can identify problems before they occur. Well, they just cannot help themselves. They just can't, folks. White House COVID-19 response coordinator said yesterday that Americans should be wearing a mask indoors. Wherever you go, if you're going to be inside, put a mask on, mask up. I don't think so. No thanks. Appreciate it, though. When you're in an indoor space, you need to be wearing a mask. He said this is a coordinator for for COVID-19 at the White House, and uh, I, I'm pretty much uh, o- over that, done with that. I, I, I read some, because uh, they're all hyping monkeypox now. That's the new thing. Watch out for the monkeypox. Woo-hoo, ha, 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 ha. What, what, what I found out, what I read was extremely rare. Uh, it's confined basically to Africa. Uh, you can get it through these large droplets, but it takes uh, being in somebody's presence for a really long time, face-to-face, primarily spread, male-to-male sexual contact. Boom. Monkeypox. And by the way, we already have uh, vaccines to deal with it and to cure it and to fix it and all that stuff. So, But it's the new thing to try to scare people with, you know. Got, hey, we got a November coming. We got to lock everybody down, you know, so we can cheat the vote once again. Uh, to continue on with the destruction of this country at their hands. San Francisco Examiner Editorial Board is demanding that the Pope remove an archbishop out there who has barred Nancy Pelosi from communion over her stance on abortion. Now, the church forever has been opposed to abortion. So you can't be a Catholic and support abortion. Sorry, you just can't. That's like saying, I'm a Catholic, or I'm a Baptist, or I'm a Presbyterian, or whatever, and I don't believe that Jesus was God. And I don't believe in Jesus. I don't think Jesus ever lived. Well, you, then you're not really, <laughs> you're, you're, you're not really a Baptist if you don't believe Jesus existed. He, you know, he's just some metaphysical thing that somebody came up with. No, I'm sorry. Then, then you believe in something else other than what the church believes. And in this case, the Catholic Church is opposed to abortion, official but yet they continue to give communion, to, and that's their most holy and, and, and sacred right is communion. And they continue to give it to people like Nancy Pelosi. Why? Because Nancy Pelosi writes gigantic checks. Her and her husband. Same thing with Joe. Joe's no more a true practicing Catholic than I am. Uh, he likes to claim it for political purposes, but he's not one. Because he thinks that a baby ought to be able to be aborted at any time. Any time. Up until birth. Well, sorry. Uh, no, you're not then. So uh, this archbishop out in California 
said to Nancy Pelosi, you are not to present yourself for Holy Communion, and should you do so, you're not to be admitted to Holy Communion. Uh, the Archbishop is Salvatore Cordion. <laughs> Sounds like a movie, doesn't it? Salvatore Cordion. The editorial board at the San Francisco Examiner argues that by denying Pelosi Holy Communion, the Archbishop wasn't being loyal to Christ. Yes, he was. That's exactly the point. It is Nancy Pelosi, not Archbishop Corion, who reflects the true spirit of Christian care in the city of St. Francis. No, sorry, dude. Sorry, editorial board, you're wrong. And uh, and good for this Archbishop for standing up and doing what's right on this issue, because that's the right thing to do on this issue. Hey, look, the next couple of days we could see some, some gusty thunderstorms with even some hail and some flooding downpours in the area. So just be on guard about that, uh, pr- primarily late afternoon into the evening hours the next couple of days. But then once we get to, like, Thursday, the sun comes out, and it's going to be roaring, ripping, hot and sunny all the way through Memorial Day. All right? They're the experts. Yeah! We're writing the new rules for the 21st century economy. They're going to help all of our country's economies grow faster and fair. So, the Green Hall thing that you were just talking about? Yeah. Have you seen that? I have. <laughs> Isn't that great? Right. It's in the uh, the documentary that they put out on Netflix a while back. Yeah. Yeah. Just the three of them in Green Hall all by themselves. Yeah, they blacked out the windows, put tarp yep. on the windows, right. which they've done before, you know. Right. And uh, the boys, and they were on a dance floor, not yeah, on right, the stage. Right in the middle of the floor. Just sat just up. playing off each other. It was they a great time. did. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah, man. So. And they recorded the whole thing. Because what we see in the documentary is just bits and pieces of it. Right. But they recorded the whole thing, which there was like, I don't know, a 20-minute jam session. But Something <laughs> like that. Yeah, with with one song, and then they're going to release that uh, later on this year. So. Wow. I can't wait to see the whole thing. Yeah. I've seen bits and pieces, you know. Right. Saw LaGrange and a couple of others that have yep. come out. They've, they've released. But uh, Green Hall's a perfect place for something like that, too. Sure I mean, is. It's not the first time the boys have played there. Every, everybody's played there. Yeah. Yep. Everybody's done it there. Um, I, I guess you heard about uh, this guy that accused Dave Chappelle, the, the attacker. Uh, Isaiah Lee reveals why he attacked him. He said that he was triggered by the comedian's, uh, comedian's jokes about the LGBTQ community mm-hmm. and that uh, Dave Chappelle needs to be a little more sensitive. He said uh, the attacker said, I identify as bisexual. I want him to know what he said was triggering. And next time he ought to run his jokes by people and see how see how it would work, you know, see, see if they get approval. Good kind, luck. Kind of like how Chappelle's bodyguards were triggered by him running on stage. That's exactly right. You got that <laughs> right. Well, hey, they messed that boy up. I said it and I mean it. Uh, what's his name made this okay when he slapped Chris Rock? Will Smith. Will yeah. Smith made it all right, man. Yeah. That's okay thing to do now. And the comedians are freaked right now. I saw Sarah Silverman talk about that the other day. They're very... Oh, I don't blame her or anybody. Well, yeah. I mean, they're all up there pretty scared right it's, now. You know, you're in the wide open. You, 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 you bet. You, you, it's not like going to a rock concert where you've got a bit of, you know, the, yeah. bit of a distance between you and the crowd. No, and they have to get right up there. on stage. You're right there at floor level. Yeah, baby. Especially times. when you play so many small clubs. Yeah. And so, yeah, no, they're, 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 they're very concerned right now. And Will Smith made it okay. It's all right. You know, I can do it, you can. That's unfortunate. And that's kind of this guy's attitude. Rush has got a new beer. And Getty and Alex are talking about Rush Canadian Golden Ale. Are you a beer guy? Not really. Yeah, no. me either. I'm not really It a depends beer. on the occasion. I had yeah. beer Friday night. It was the first time in a while. That I've had I'm going to ask you about that in a second. Right. We're getting there. 
Um, Ken features the artwork from the band's classic 76 album, 2112, along with the tagline, Books are for tourists. <laughs> That's not the slogan they wanted on there. No. The slogan was, Drinking beer is better than being hit in the head with a hammer. <laughs> well, you know, they are absolutely correct with that. <laughs> but... But the Canadian censors wouldn't allow that oh, to be... Boo! Come on! What the hell is that? I don't know. That's stupid. The I Canadian never, censors didn't want that. that on a beer can? Drinking beer is better than being hit in the head with a hammer. Boy, I would have put that on there in a heartbeat. Yeah. Anyway, they... Uh, there they, was a time that would have been okay. Yeah. You know? Right. Of course. That's just fine yeah. anyway. Uh, let's see here. And they had a guy... Uh, pass out and die at the Brooklyn Half Marathon on Saturday. 32-year-old dude, and he's into health and wellness and all that, owned a health and wellness clinic and all that kind of stuff. But police said 15 other runners were hospitalized following the race on Saturday. Don't know what got him and don't know what got the other 15. It's only 70 degrees with 80% humidity. So right. it's not like it was blistering hot no, or something no, like that. No, it, so. it was a warm day and humid. Right. Still, I don't know what they, to deal they've it. run that race in worse conditions for sure. Was it okay Friday night? Yes, we had a great time Friday night. I know you were unsure because you're not the biggest fan. You told me that. Right. And you were kind of unsure as to whether or not you were going to really have a good time. Mm -hmm. That Georgia was definitely going to have a good time because right. she was a big fan. Yeah. She wanted to hear a Desperado. Right. And uh, you wanted to hear Life in the Fast Lane. Well, or it, Victim it, of Love. Yeah, Victim of Love. Did they do Victim of Love? They did. <laughs> How was it? It was phenomenal. Excellent concert. We we got there and they, they did the entire Hotel California album live. Wow. From start to finish, and it was amazing. They took a little break. Uh, Don Henley came out, and before the, you know, before they took left the stage, he said, yeah, "We're going to take a break so that you all can pee, and then when we come back, we're going to play everything else we know." Wow! And uh, and they did. They did. It was probably another two hours of them just going through their catalog of hits. <sighs> it was amazing. Wow! Amazing show. And it was at Moody. Yeah, first time you know, new new arena. First time I'd been there. You know, it it, uh, it holds more people than I thought because it looks kind of small. But it, the way it's set up and the pictures and everything look really small. It was a yeah. small, intimate kind of. When I saw them the last time, it was at the Alamo Dome, and they had yeah. sixty-five to seventy thousand people right. in the Alamo Dome. I, I think the the nature of the show with the because uh, they had a string section, like a thirty-piece string section, oh, nice. uh, helping out and a, and a choir, nice uh, doing some stuff. So I think that probably wouldn't have carried as well. Yeah. In the Alamo Dome or outside somewhere, um, they needed some place with the proper acoustics, and that that fit the bill. But we had a really good time. It was a great show. They did an amazing job. Good. Start every song on there. Note perfect. Sound like the record. Yeah, really. Yeah, you know, they, they really, really did. maybe a, a note or two lower. You yeah. know, you know, Don, well, that happens. You know, Don Henley's seventy-five years old, <laughs> but you know, you wouldn't think so. How old is Walsh now, I wonder? Walsh He's got to be every bit of 70. He said, uh, he, he came on, and, hey, how you doing? Ah. You know, Joe Walsh, and I said that he, uh, he, he said, how you doing? I think I'm okay. Uh, i got to tell you, I had more fun in my 20s and the 70s than in my 70s and the 20s. <laughs> <laughs> but, but did not come off as a man in his 70s when, he, when they turned him loose. Oh, yeah. You know, it was a great show. And Vince Gill, great. Vince, yeah, Vince Gill sounded great. Uh, Good. Timothy B. Schmidt. Playing bass sounded great. He can still sing high. Yeah. I don't know how yeah. he gets up that high. And Vince Gill too. Well, yeah. Was a, yeah. I was talking at some point in, during the show. I, I, my wife leaned over and said, "It's almost like because you know, Vince Gill was doing all the Glenn Fry songs. You betcha. 
And take she it said, easy. Yeah, take it easy. And, and even like uh, he did uh, Take It to the Limit, which mm-hmm. was Randy, Randy Meisner. Mm-hmm. Um, she leaned over and said, it's almost like these songs were written for him yes. to sing them. If you ever watch it on YouTube, that's exactly the feeling you get. Yeah, because like, it was just so It was perfect. his show. That's yeah. where he belongs. He just really did a, a add, add so much to the band. And you've yeah. got... Uh, you know, he can play guitar like nobody's business. <laughs> Joe Walsh is an amazing guitar player. Yeah. They've got a guy named, I think his name is Stuart Smith, uh-huh. is their primary guitar player. He was phenomenal. Yeah, he was Felder's replacement. Yeah, yeah. three the three of them together was yeah. an amazing show. I'm glad you got so, to go. Yeah, we had a really good. good time. You, you, was, you said you're starting to see the old guys because don't know how long the old guys are going to be around. Well, so, you know, and that's you know, and that's what he said at the you know, before they went into the last number. He said, you know, we've been doing this. The, their first album came out 50 years ago this I month. I know it. I know it. And he said, you know, it, the time flies and, you know, we're not getting any younger. So if we don't get the chance to pass through here again, if we don't see you again, thank you for your years of support. And- I'll, I'll give you another one who's 50. Their their act is 50. Aerosmith. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Think about that. That one, that one hurts. Yeah. Sow. All right. Well, I'm glad you got to go. Yeah. Awesome. One time. I hope you enjoyed the video that I sent. It was great. Thank you very much. Yeah, Yeah, Saturday morning. I got a nice video. I want to tell you about our friends over at Lifestyles Unlimited. It's time to hook up with our friends at Lifestyles Unlimited. Get your plan for retirement underway right now. That's right. If you'd like to retire in five years or less, David Fisher and the team over at Lifestyles Unlimited are going to teach you how. Investing in real estate. You're watching the stock market, right? And who knows what it's going to do today? Up, down, all around. It's, oh, no. Forget about chasing that. Forget about putting your 401k and your future and your kiddos and your grandkiddos' future and all of that. Put it into real estate. Invest in real estate. Everybody's going to need a place to live going forward, right? And the Lifestyles Unlimited team of educators and mentors, they have gone through everything, and they know how to invest in real estate, both single-family and multifamily properties. And they're going to pass that knowledge on to you so you can begin your program, retire in five years or less, financialfreedomlivestream.com. You can watch it at home. You can go to an in-person live event. You'll get all the support in the world. When you log on to financialfreedomlivestream.com and use my name, that's where W-A-R-E, as your promo code. Financialfreedomlivestream.com. Where- Unchanged on the day. The Dow Jones rose a fraction Friday. The NASDAQ lost three-tenths of one percent. By the way, if you'd like to say the Pledge of Allegiance for us, you can call 210-599-5555. It's 210-599-5555. Well, headline says Wall Street is convinced the economy is headed toward a recession. I'm kind of looking at the futures soon. Uh, the futures today, 31.494 on the Dow, NASDAQ 11.917, S&P 39.33. Let's go to the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline, where Carl Eggers, CreatingRicherLives.com, is standing by. Carl, what do you think about all that? Well, I got disconnected, but I, I, I'm, I'll take a stab at what you said. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, we're, look, Trey, we're at, we're have the eight straight, uh, eight straight weeks for the Dow Jones of losing. That is the longest streak since 1923. So almost a hundred years, we haven't seen this type of stock market where we've had eight straight weeks where we just every Friday, we look back and say the Dow is down. Um, you know, we're sitting here now with pretty, pretty good losses. And, and probably my biggest concern right now, Trey, is, is Target and Walmart came out last week and had some things to say that really put the consumer in question. And all of us, of course, are, are dealing with higher gas prices and, and higher costs across the board, do we stop spending? Because remember, the consumer is 70% of the economy. And if we stop spending, then we are likely to go into a recession. It's still you know, up in the air right now. And if we do, 
then the stock market hasn't bottomed yet. We, we still have further down to go. Um, I think the good news is all this fluff about, you know, buying all these mean stocks and all that risk that was being taken a year or two ago, those people are giving up now. They're kind of saying, I don't want to deal with the stock market anymore. And that's, that's sometimes how you have to get to a bottom in the stock market. Um, the thing about uh, Target that you were talking about, we covered this uh, pretty extensively last week, um, and it's it's all the wholesale pricing. So what they're having to pay for something coming through the back door, because wholesale prices are so high now, they can't make it in the front door and remain competitive. And so they're, they're actually now to the point where they're losing money because they're spending so much money on wholesale goods that their retail side is not keeping up. And a lot of people personal uh, now are starting to see that with their wages that you know they're spending more and more for food and gasoline right now so any uh raise that they may have gotten from their employer is all being eaten up right now yeah no question about it i mean walmart is a a lower end retailer when you look across the spectrum and so not only have we had walmart say we're having trouble passing these on but you have target you have amazon mentioned mentioned you know some some cautious words a few weeks ago which is obviously the hugest retailer um you had raw stores so again, I feel like we are seeing the consumer tilt, and I think the I think the Federal Reserve is getting what they want from everything out there from them raising rates, which is they're, they're, we're starting to see housing slow down, we're starting to see the consumer slow down, and 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 again, we're starting to see asset prices come down, which makes people feel more poor, and that's what the Fed wants right now. They do not want people to feel so wealthy that they go out and buy stuff and contribute more to inflation. That's their goal, and it could mean. A recession that could mean that hey the only way to really slow down inflation is you got to take your medicine and we're gonna have to have a recession so the feds in a really tough uh, position right now what's the best thing people can do we've got about a minute or so but the best thing people can do to prepare for such a recession well i think number one you need to look at your own job situation i mean you know the, the stock market's going to do its thing and usually it anticipates things way early in advance and so the fact that we've already been going down, maybe most of the damage has been done to your portfolio. But but personally, you need to worry about your own job situation, how secure is your job. Because if you think there's a chance that you could get laid off in a, in a bad economic environment, that's when you got to build your three to six months of living expenses, You know, keep your debt down. Those are the practical things you can do outside of the stock market. Make sure you've got some put away and then uh, and then get out of debt as best you can. All right, Carl, uh, creatingrichalives.com is where you can find Carl Eggers. And here, of course, every Monday at this time as we talk about what's going on with your money in the markets. Thank you, Carl. We'll talk again next Monday. Well, here comes the swamp. They're getting ready. Robert Gates, Bob Gates, who was uh, Secretary of uh, uh, Defense Secretary under Obama, uh, he now says that if Trump runs in 2024, that's going to present a national security concern. So they're gearing up, again, the swamp to go after Donald Trump, as they did while he was president. Speaking of going after Trump while he was president, on Friday, campaign manager for Hillary Rodham Clinton, Robbie Mook, said it was all her, man. She directed it. She made the decisions. She made the calls. She was in charge. Well, that's not a surprise to you because you listen to this show. You've known all along that Hillary was running the show. Her and Jake Sullivan, who Jake Sullivan is national security advisor for, for Biden right now, but she and Jake Sullivan run that whole Russian hoax thing. What you don't know is, number two, is you didn't see that anywhere. No big media coverage. A, a situation that's worse than Watergate because they got the FBI to spy on an opponent. 
and no media coverage on that over the weekend. Does anybody know if Robbie Mook, the guy who made this admission under oath on Friday, is he still alive this morning? I certainly hope so. All right, Warren Rima coming up next, KTSA.